Let's just agree. We might think of ourselves as superhumans, but we are not superhumans. We cannot do it all. And we need help. When we hear that let me know if you need anything phrase, we know it's most likely a figure of speech of a person who wants to show some support but not necessarily ready to do anything. We don't want to inconvenience people. And it's easier to think we should be superhumans who can do everything on their own. We don't know how to ask for help. Let's talk about it. I thought I was a superhuman too. My mom couldn't walk anymore. My son had already learned to walk and was a very active little kid. I was taking my kid for outside play so I could have some time without my mom. And when he had naps, which was happening not very often, it was my time with my mom. I thought I got it under my control. It was in my hometown and my friends regularly stopped by for a cup of tea and a chat, which was their way of checking on my sanity. Each of them repeatedly asked me if I needed any help and because I thought I was a superhuman who would rather sacrifice my own life for the sake of my family than ask for help, my answer was always, no, I got it, thank you for offering. Spending some time with another adult and having an adult conversation was my way of recharging and I sincerely believed I didn't need any help. Until the day when I had a friend over for a dinner that we cooked together and at the time when we were done with the meal, there was a double poop diaper explosion in the worst way imaginable. I asked my friend to stay in the kitchen, close the door, because I didn't want her to see what I had to do, and dealt with the stinkiest mess a child and an adult could produce that seemed to be all over our apartment. When everyone and everything was clean and taken care of, and I was back to my friend, she looked at me and said, let me do your dishes. And if you were my friend at that time, you would know that my kitchen was my sacred place and I would never, ever let anyone clean it for me. But at that moment, I said yes. I was so exhausted, I couldn't even argue anymore. So she did the dishes and tidied my kitchen. And you know what? The earth didn't shudder and the sky didn't fall. Everyone survived, and I learned probably the most important lesson in my caregiving journey. There are people in my life who sincerely want to help if I let them. So how do you ask for help? Here is my step-by-step process I use for any situation where I need help. And if you can't take notes while you're listening, don't worry. There will be notes for you available in the descriptions of that episode. So, the first step is to find out why you are not asking for help. 
Imagine you and I are chatting of over a cup of coffee, tea, any other drink you prefer, and you share what's going on in your life. And I ask you, so why don't you ask for help? What would be your answer? At that time, that when the story happened, some of my answers were because I don't want to inconvenience anyone, because it's my job to take care of my parents, because people will think I'm weak or not dedicated enough to my mother if I ask someone else to do things for me. So find your own list of answers, and there could be several, and if you have these kind of sentences in your mind while not asking for help, let's just agree that these sentences don't help you. How we can change it? You might remember from episode 11, it's called Why Positive Thinking Doesn't Work, that just simply flipping from negative to positive thoughts rarely work. So let's try a little trick here by keeping our current sentence and add what would be helpful. So, with my previous examples, I don't want to inconvenience anyone and asking for help is not an inconvenience. Or, it's my job to take care of my mom and I'm going to ask for help to do it even better. Or, people might think I'm not dedicated enough to my mother and I'm going to ask for help anyway. Look at your list of reasons why you are not asking for help and see what you can add to those sentences. And how do you feel about it now? If asking for help now starts seeming to be a possibility, let's move to step number two. Step number two is keeping a written log of all tasks you are doing and see what can be delegated. It doesn't have to be caregiving tasks specifically, especially if it is something that not everyone will do, like changing your parents' diapers. It can be something that would free your time to attend to your caregiving duties or something that would give you time for yourself to rest. It could be something like bringing groceries or prepared meals for your family. It can be dropping off or picking up your kids to and from school or other activities, especially if you have other families where the kids go to these activities together. It can be taking your parent to their appointments or activities, or finding someone who could fix that sprinkler leak once and for all. You see, not all the tasks on this list are strictly caregiving activities, but they are freeing your time and energy to do something that only you can do. Now, step number three, find your team. Your team could be any of your family members or friends whom you can simply ask to do a specific task, like saying, right now I need help. Could you pick up my kid from school on Wednesday? Or 
Can you help me with the meal prep on the weekend? We can batch cook together for both of our families and catch up at the same time. Also, when someone tells you that infamous phrase, let me know if you need anything, you will be fully prepared to say, actually, I need to find someone who can fix the sprinklers. Can you do that for me, please? The trick here is to be as specific as possible. When we hear a request for something big and abstract like, can you help me to take care of my mother, our brains go to overwhelm mode right away and wants us to hide. Because brain's primary survival functions are keeping us safe where we are with minimal effort and maximum pleasure. And helping someone to take care of their parent doesn't sound like that at all. Specific tasks are much more manageable and more promising to feel good after we complete them. So try to be more specific. And the next step is putting everything together. Of course, you can start calling and messaging your team your uh, team of people who want to help and try to figure out who can do what and when. And very soon it will turn into a job in itself. You can set up a Google calendar you share with everyone and people will have to coordinate who takes which assignment. There are also online programs like Meal Train and Lots of Helping Hands I will include the links for you too, that allow you to set up a calendar of tasks that everyone who wants to help see the calendar and sign up for what they are willing to do. And the most comprehensive and efficient app for this job that I found is called Melly. You can set up a personal care plan, like the very comprehensive care plan for the person you're taking care of and have your team of helpers access the list of tasks they can help you with, keep the conversations and comments about their observation in single place, and this information usually very helpful for the next doctor's visits when you discuss the well-being of the person who you're taking care of. You can find resources from workers to the legal help. You can find a lot of things, lots of helpful features in this app. Honestly, the functionality of this app is blowing my mind, but you better check it yourself. The link will be also on the resource page for this episode. And the best part, there are care coordinators who can help you set up everything in that app and make sure you get the help you needed. It's real live human being. It's not bots uh, that will be helping you set up everything. And because those magic fairies are my friends and you are my friend, they will help you at no charge. So you really don't lose anything for checking them out. And whichever way you choose to organize your team of helpers is great, as long as it works for you. And the final step in the process of finding help, asking for help, is expressing your gratitude to the kind souls who help you. 
Yes, it's obvious. Yes, you know this. And yes, we might forget, we do forget it sometimes when we are stressed and overwhelmed. That's why I'm reminding you. Just a simple thank you means a lot. So here it is, my five-step plan how to ask for help. Don't forget to check the episode description for the link to the resources pages with all the notes and links that I promised you. And remember, you don't have to do it alone. There are people who want to help you. Asking for help is your act of taking care of yourself. It's your proverbial oxygen mask you have to put on yourself first to be able to help someone you love. Thank you for being with me. I am Master Coach Irina, and I will talk to you next week.